And then on Sunday morning, while laying in bed, we start talking about how crazy it is that one year ago, we were not even talking, that I still to this day have not worn the gift that he got me. Welcome to Heavy Pages, a journey from separation to divorce. This podcast is where we embrace the weight of life's heaviest chapters together. I'm your host, Josie, and I believe that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. So join me on this transformative journey where we find strength, resilience, and healing in every story. Hello and welcome to another journal entry episode. It's interesting because this one is a jump of almost a month, which usually when there's a big jump like that, it means that things have been going pretty good because my journal was my like escape and my venting platform. So if I didn't write in that amount of time, that usually meant that things went pretty good, which is good for me then and not so good for all of us now because pretty much what I read and what you hear is a lot of the negative because that's what my journal was for. So hopefully this one is not another negative one, but let's find out. This one is for Monday, April 18th. So how do I feel today? Well, I just turned 32 over the weekend and I had a nice time. I spent much of the weekend with Guy He spent the night on Saturday to Sunday, and then we all went out to lunch for my birthday. And then we went back to his place to catch a couple of movies we bought. Anyway, I feel a bit sick, and I'm also a bit down. I have been enjoying my time with Guy a lot lately, and we have been chilling and almost feel like we're dating. Anyway, I know it's still bad for me, and I think it is, again, taking its toll. I have, for a little while, been able to keep in mind that this is all fun and sex and not about love. But I think I'm losing focus because we have been hanging out so much and I think it's time for me to pull back again. I have not been in any mood to meet any new guys. I'm on this kick about being fat still. Something I'm going to need to start hitting on. Anyway, I'm not looking for men. And I know that's good. However, the reason I'm not is, well, bad. And that is that I feel like I have all I need right now. I feel like Guy is like my boyfriend. We hang out a lot. And when I have my own time, that's cool. Same with him. Then if I want to go do something or get something, he's there willing and able. And in between, we chat and have really nice time. It does not feel like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And I think that's good. But also... A problem. The other day we were talking about it being time we went to places together. Not together, but to the same places, like to a salsa club or to a salsa class at the same night. And how would we in- and how would he introduce me? He was not sure what to say about that. Really, no big deal, but I read into it way too much. Anyway, we decided to just say Josie, not his wife, not ex-wife or friend, just Hey, this is Josie. And he was the one that said it was time that I get comfy with being with his friends. Just like if we were going to hang out as exes that get along. And that's important. But I want to see it as cool. 
he's trying to bring me in so when we start working on getting back together, they know me. He actually stayed for my mini party at my place with mom, my brother and sister, and my friend. And it was so weird. He was there like the good old days. It was pretty crazy. And then on Sunday morning, while laying in bed, we start talking about how crazy it is that one year ago, we were not even talking, that I still to this day have not worn the gift that he got me and stuff like that. How he felt bad for stuff that happened and that he is proud of where I am and that he knew I was tough, was not sure I could do it, or more to the point, was not sure if I would, but knew I could, just like I did. I'm very proud of the fact that I am pretty much taking care of myself. I do still need his financial help, but I know that it is only because I take care of our son. If not for that, I would be working two jobs and would make all the money I need myself. Anyway, the card he gave me was like, I'm glad we're friends. And I know that we are officially only friends, but why did it bug me to see it on paper? Well, because I do not want to see things like that. I know I still want him. I know I do. And I still do not even know why. Hell, maybe after all I've changed, this one thing stays the same because I really do love him. But this brings me back to what I was saying before. I still have my goal of the end of June when my insurance kicks in that is why I got to get on the weight thing. I need to do that because this is what is left for me to fix. Once I have done that, there is a very real possibility that, that I still want Guy, but there is the chance that I do not and that I want to see what else is out there. So that is really what I need to focus on for now. And then think hard about if I want him back because I know he has faults. I know that sex is still an issue for him and it is less of one for me now, actually. But still, I do need love and commitment. I do feel that this goes on because he is my husband. I, but I do know that once we are no longer, I will have the strength to stop it from happening. I do love him. I want to say yes. I do, but honestly, I'm not sure. I want us to be friends. I want to be happy. I want love. And I understand that I may not ever get that with him again. One thing we talked about the other day was that he said he wants to take our son to live with him when he gets older, like 15 or 16, because I do not know how to raise a man. First, I was like, no way in hell do I want this to happen. But later, when we were talking, I said, well, wait, what? When he's at that age, there very well may be a man in the house. And he was not too happy to hear that. It is like he was not even thinking of that as a remote possibility. He was like, well, I'm his dad. And and I was like, I get that, but I do not plan to stay alone forever. So there may be no need for our son to leave my house to go live with you and your new wife. And he said, I don't plan to marry ever again. And I said, well, I seem to remember reading that you wanted more kids. I do not think he even answered that. But he said he would have a girlfriend, some 19 year old. Just kidding, I think. And then I was like, well, there you go. No way is my son going to go live with some chick three years older and would pick him over you. So the point of that is that he was not thinking so far ahead as 
to the fact that there very well could be someone living with me by then. I thought it was funny and interesting that I had not thought about it when he mentioned it the first time either. I think that goes to show that I really do not see anyone but him in my life for now. But we will see how that changes. All in all, I'm pretty happy with life right now. I do really like my job. I'm happy with it and hope I can grow in grow in it and make more money. And we will see what happens with Guy. I'm going to work on the weight. I mean it this time. I need it to truly... I need it to truly... I need it. It is truly the only way I can let go of the past and start living my present and my future. Well, that was interesting on so many different aspects. Let's see. First of all, my birthday. And of course, Guy is all over it. He even spent the night. He was there for my party with my family. Whatever. I'm giving up any hope that he is going to be disentangled from my life for a while. That's basically just what it is. But even though that is what's going on, I found some other things really interesting in this journal entry. Interesting that I'm saying that life is good and that I feel like I don't need to be dating because I'm basically dating my husband. That's basically what was kind of happening, even though neither of us wanted to say it. I think we were just enjoying each other's company and we were filling a void that we both had. And it was easy because we knew each other and we didn't have to have the awkwardness of dating somebody new. There was a comfort there. That's really what it was. There was a comfort there between us and we were just both taking as much advantage of that as possible. And we were able to do that because even though I'm beating myself up a lot about how I might be disrespecting myself, how I am accepting too little, really a lot of the initial pain and hurt and heartbreak was clearing up. We were in a different stage now and a different stage where we can enjoy each other and we could take advantage of that comfort and things could be a little easy. And they might've been a little bit easier if I wouldn't have been so high strung on what does this all have to mean? If I, you know, it sounds like I was coming to a point where I needed to stop analyzing everything, which is why I didn't uh, have a journal entry for a few, for almost a month, because I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to enjoy what's happening. It is what it is. I'm not going to make it mean everything and I'm not going to make it mean nothing. And for a little while, I found a happy medium. Hey there, Josie here with a quick interruption because I've got something special just for you. If you've been tuning into my podcast, you know that it's all about navigating the journey from devastated to divorced with strength and purpose. So I've created a chapter checklist that's like a roadmap through the chapters of your own story. Whether you're blissfully unaware or divorced and beyond, this checklist is designed to help you understand where you are and what steps to take next. It's more than just a checklist. It's a lifeline. And the best part, it's free. And my way of saying thank you for being part of this incredible community. 
So just head over to www.heavypagespodcast.com to grab your free copy. And if you're ready to take charge of your journey and get the support you deserve, let's do this together. Because remember, the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. And then we mention that he suggests that I meet his friends, that I meet his friends. And of course, I did read into that, meaning, hey, maybe something's going to happen here. But um, I never met his friends. I really never. I went to a salsa club on the same night that he was there once. But we never were put in a situation. I went with my friends. He was there with his friends. We were never put in a situation to have to introduce anybody to any. Of course, all my friends knew who he was. But his friends had no idea who I was. And I didn't put myself in a situation where he had to introduce me and... I really have never met any of his friends except for the one that he slept with that he called me and told me about in another episode because she was a close friend to him and she came over to my house for my son's like first communion and stuff like that. I didn't have a problem with her. So I did meet her, but almost everybody else he mentioned, he would talk to me about them and I would know their names, but I had no clue who they were. And you know, I'm okay with that. And it worked out. It was probably for the best. But I do find it interesting that we were talking about, you know, how we should introduce ourselves and and that. I what I what I really like about this journal entry is that we were having some really good conversations. And it sounds like we were having good conversations in a healthy manner, right? So we're talking about how a year ago, and I remember, you can listen to that journal entry, how he got really upset because he wanted to give me something for my birthday. And I was like, I refuse to bow down for crumbs. Whatever he's going to give me is is bullshit. It's a gift. But what he can't give me is my family. So I refused to see him. And we had a pretty big fight um, at that point. And So it's funny that we're like, do you remember a year ago where we were? And it was a pretty ugly place and we both felt like shit. And who would imagine that in a year later we would be talking about this in bed as whatever we were at that point? I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to um, describe it, but I found that to be interesting. And then I think it's interesting that we start talking about him saying that he would like to take our son to live with him when he's 15 or 16. And then I'm like, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. If it's because he needs a male influence in his life, don't worry, because I might already have a male influence for him. And he didn't like it. And guess what? It was a self-fulfilling prophecy, because by the time my son was 14, I did have a new man in the house. And, uh, he, you know, he still talked to his dad, but he absolutely did not go live with him at that point. He stayed with me. Of course, his dad still saw him every other weekend, one night a week, and, you know, helped him out and all that stuff. But he didn't live with him. He stayed living with me. So I find that interesting. And, yes, there was a man in the house. But I also find it interesting that even at that point that he told me he never planned to marry again. And I called him out because I think if you guys... Remember, 
I may have mentioned it somewhere that in the beginning, I saw that he had put himself in the personals um, back then, like Yahoo personals or whatever they call those. Um, some of them are called, it was called uh, match.com or some shit like that. And he had said yes to more kids because, you know, it asks you questions and one of them was more kids. And he said yes. And I remember seeing that and I remember it hurting me so bad because I still always wanted my daughter. And this asshole is over here saying that he wants kids. Anyway, I brought that up to him and he clearly didn't respond. But you know what? He has never remarried. So he wasn't kidding about that. He did not remarry. And I respect him for that. So it sounds like uh, I still have my plans. I'm still saying that I am just going with the flow. But once my health insurance kicks in, we're going to have the conversation and I'm going to move forward with um, with my life, with my future, moving forward, whatever forward means. But that's the way I want to go. That's the direction that I want to go. So um, I was pretty happy with this journal entry. I was not beating up myself. I wasn't beating up on myself. I was just going with the flow and I'm okay with that. So I think with that, I will end this journal entry. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.